All right, everybody. Glad to be with you today. Going to follow up with what we were talking about last week, <clears throat> and we're still uh, we're still talking about your triune brain, and what we're trying to establish is how to keep it healthy, how to keep it working closer to what God designed it for, its its capabilities, its vulnerabilities. What are what are some of the things that here you are, you're a person who set your sights on, I want to live a life that's uh, rich and full. I want to live a life of intimacy, uh, intensity, impact, income, uh, influence, uh, joy, pleasure. How can you do that in such a way? How can you pursue that in such a way? Uh, you know, you've got wounds, you've got, uh, you know, trauma from the past, you've got probably some misguided uh, ambition we all do and uh, and the the rhythms and challenges of the 21st century lifestyle so how can we keep our brain that is that is created to serve us in this particular environment meaning the planet earth <coughs> how can we keep it working right right so what we got into last week is this verse from Hebrews chapter four. So there's a Sabbath rest still waiting. There's a Sabbath rest. And there's a, in other words, there's a way of living life from a more rested place. And remember my definition or my thought on that is this, rest is not the absence of activity, but an inner place of connected, centered quietness, stillness, security, nourishment in the midst of activity. Uh, there's a phrase in the Bible called when Ephesians chapter three, where it talks about being rooted and grounded, rooted and grounded in the love of Christ, but rooted and grounded. And there's a way to live rooted and grounded in God. So there's a Sabbath rest still waiting for the people of God, for all who have entered into, excuse me, <coughs> God's rest have rested from their labors just as God did after creating the world. So let us do our best to enter that rest. The rest is there. It's waiting. It's available. But if we don't do it, as the people of Israel didn't, they didn't enter into God's rest. They didn't follow his, his uh, designer's intent and um, follow his pattern for what keeps us in a healthy place. You're going to get in trouble you're going to have uh, challenges and issues. So here's, all this is, is a list of things. I just went through a bunch of scripture that make references to the Sabbath and, and just gathered thoughts on what scripture says about it. And uh, so I'm just going to run through these. The Sabbath is holy and makes us holy. Fancy word is sanctify. All of them are rooted in the same thought. Underneath the word holy, as we apply it in, in religious context, is, is the thought of being separate or different. So one of the words for the church is ecclesia, which means to be called out. Jesus said, uh, you're in, in the world, but not of the world. In other words, to be holy means to be different. It means that in some way, you have separated yourself from the habits and patterns and rhythms of the culture around you and you're intentionally living life differently. And in the context of what we're talking about, from a different center, at a different pace, 
and living by different rhythms. So the Sabbath is holy and makes us holy. It, it's holy. In other words, it, it's, it's a big deal. And God wants to use it to draw us out and help us live a life different from the people around us. The Sabbath or Sabbath keeping, you might say, honoring the Sabbath is a sign between God and his people. There's, there's a statement that's made from you to God and from God to you when you honor the Sabbath. There, when you honor the Sabbath, you're surrendering, you're, you're yielding, you're bowing, if you will. You're submitting to God's design. You're, you're saying to God, I believe the way I am built has limitations. And if I want to live healthy, long, rich life, I have to honor those limitations. And part of what gets us in trouble is we, because of technology, because of electricity, because of lights and all that, other, we've kind of been able to bend the laws of nature, you might say, to serve us. But one of the casualties is we're, we're living in, in a way that is beyond the limits of what this body was created to handle. We're living at a pace that's faster, a sustained pace. In other words, it's, it's a chronic pace, and it's a pace that doesn't yield to the way God designed us. So the Sabbath is a sign of surrender and submission to God's limitations built into this thing. And we're going to talk about the brain and how it affects the brain. And then it's a sign from God back to us by God saying, hey, I didn't create you to work in my factory. I created you to enjoy every second, every breath of this life that I've gifted you with. And I want you to stop and smell the roses. And there's a, there's a statement in here. God's not a workaholic. God is not a workaholic. And that's a sign by his institution of the concept of Sabbath. The Sabbath is to be celebrated and revered. What does that mean? We, we need to see it as a really, really, really good thing, a cool thing, an awesome thing. And we're to respect it. The Sabbath is a permanent covenant or statute. The Bible doesn't say that about very many things. The Bible doesn't say about very many things that this is a, a covenant established that will never change. The Sabbath was instituted at creation, at the, the, the beginning of this whole thing, right? On the seventh day, God rested, right? So it's way before the law. It's way before uh, any covenant. And it is an eternal or permanent covenant, meaning as a concept, it never goes away. It's an opportunity to give our attention to God. You'll find as we get into this that I have slightly different added uh, respect um, perspective of Sabbath. I think we're not we're not utilizing the concept or the term properly, and it's an opportunity to give our full attention to God. I was talking to a wonderful group of leaders at our church, Seacoast Church, recently, and uh, I asked them, "What's the most?" valuable commodity you have that you, we all have the same amount, you'll never get more or less of. And of course we say time, 
Well, from my studies, I would say to you that following right behind that, a very limited commodity that we all have is attention. You can only give your attention to so many things and so many things at a time. And um, honestly, it's an art and a science to learn how to manage your attention. And that's part of what we're going to talk about as we go forward. So Sabbath is an opportunity to do that. It's an opportunity to give our attention to God. To do that, we've got to learn how to manage our attention. And uh, that's going to be kind of fun to talk about. Um, the Sabbath was made for man. In other words, the Sabbath is God's gift to us. It's not this man was made for it, like it's over here and we've got to bow to it. No, the Sabbath is a, 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 de, a designer's intentional built-in thing that will keep us on a healthy track. And I hate to say this one, but the Sabbath is to be honored or else. Do you realize that uh, when God put the Israelites into captivity, the most common reason he gave was you didn't honor the Sabbath. You didn't give the land its rest. Sabbath is a big deal to God. And I can tell you from my work and from my own journey and from my work with leaders, if you don't honor the Sabbath, it will cost you. If you don't learn how to develop what I would call Sabbath rhythms, it will show itself in different ways in your life. All right. So we're going to be talking about that as we go forward. It's going to be fun. It's going to be helpful and uh, looking forward to it.